Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, June 15th of 2021. And, uh, yeah, it was definitely a busy day. I knew it would be. Um, but it's, it was busy today. So we, there isn't too, too much to talk about, um, ahead of time. Um, I did want to briefly address a couple of things that I kind of hinted at last week, but like never really fully disclosed. Um, so basically what was going on behind the scenes is I was having some challenges with my hosting platform. Um, and so I made the decision to leave the podcast hosting platform that I was on. Um, and in the meantime was working on alternative options, which is why now everything is up on YouTube as well. Um, to just make the podcast a little more widely available is honestly like the big goal. Um, but it was just, it was kind of time. Um, I had been playing with the idea for a long time, um, of leaving anchor and going somewhere else. Um, and so I did that finally, it was, it was just time. There were some things that happened behind the scenes that I won't talk about, but like, it was just, it was time. Um, so for the moment, um, that is what is going on. Uh, nothing I'm hoping for you has changed. I mean, I will listen to the podcast every morning and it seems like everything has gone through. The only thing you're not hearing are ad breaks. Um, that does not mean they aren't going to show up. They probably will. Um, it's just right now they are not because I just switched platforms. So, um, we'll see what happens over time with that. Um, but for now, enjoy ad-free listening because what podcast offers that? Um, so anyway, that's a little bit about what was going on. So now let's go ahead and jump in and we'll start talking about the events for the Belgian Royal family. of course talked about this a little bit yesterday but today was the day that King Philippe was meeting with a bunch of um, global leaders who are who were in Brussels for the NATO summit that happened yesterday so every I think almost every head of state or every um, government representative was in Brussels that is part of NATO Um, and so that happened yesterday and then a few were still in town Um, and took part in various meetings throughout Brussels. And a lot of them, uh, a few of them today met with King Philippe. So he met first, um, I think this is how this went. This is how the order of their tweets went. Um, First, he met with President Biden from the US. um, And like, you guys, here's here's something kind of crappy. Like, I, trust me, I am an American. I am 
most days proud of that. Uh, well, a little less so than I used to be, but um, I will never understand why Joe Biden and Tony Blinken had, who's our Secretary of State, had the red carpet rolled out for them. Meanwhile, the president of Latvia just had a meeting with the king, and the prime minister of Canada just had a meeting. Like, for President Biden, it was like a photo call with open press, and it could be that Biden is traveling with press because this is his first overseas trip. Um, but it was, it's just kind of bizarre. Like, why do we have more importance? Like, trust me, there's a part of me that loves it. Um, like the proud American, oh my goodness, thank God we don't have a buffoon in office anymore, loves it. Um, the other part of me is like, okay, but like, why? <laughs> why do we have a photo call with the Belgian and the U.S. flag and everyone else like doesn't get that? Um, I want to check one thing before I completely comment on this. Yeah, okay. So Justin Trudeau, who's the Prime Minister of Canada, also met with King Philippe, is not a member of the European Union, but his photograph is between two flags of the EU and the Belgian flag. Not the, the Canadian flag is nowhere to be seen. Maybe it's on his lapel, but that's it. Same thing with the president of Latvia. Now, Latvia might be in the EU, so like, okay. But still, no Latvian flag. Then we get to President Biden. It's in a whole different room. The prime minister is there of Belgium. And it's a U.S. flag and a Belgian flag. And Biden signs the, like, guest book for the palace, for the royal palace. Like, look, I understand. I do. But I also... I don't understand, but I know full well that the U.S. and our president seems to have the most power and influence. I get that. I don't know why, especially, like, have you been paying attention to us for the past four years? We're a mess over here. Um, but, like, he met with three people of the same caliber. Like, they are of the same rank. They're presidents and prime ministers. They're the same caliber of people, and only Joe Biden gets special treatment. However, the American side of me, the Democrat part of me, like, loves every minute of it. Like, I love seeing my president with the people I talk about every day. I've talked about this all week. Like, it's been great. Um, it was wonderful. I didn't know how I would feel about just, like, this kind of meeting. Um, but because Biden travels with a press pool of his own, there was more coverage of it than I, I guess I anticipated. And so it was just this really wonderful, like, amazingness of we're back. Um, and, like... I'm not embarrassed by our president. I mean, I still kind of was um, just because he's Joe Biden and he like, he's just himself and I love him. Um, and I don't know if there's like protocol for like King Philippe in terms of like, you know, in England, in, in England, but when you meet Queen Elizabeth, 
you're not supposed to touch her, right? Like, that's not a thing. Michelle Obama got, like, ripped to shreds for this. But Joe Biden just, like, claps a hand on King Philippe's shoulder, and it's like, okay, don't do not do that. But uh, also, I love it. Um, you know, I, I struggle between two worlds of, like, these are people, but also they're royalty. Like, I don't know. Um, it was wonderful. I appreciate it. And I am a happy, happy person. But now my president is off to meet with Russia's whatever. And, um, yeah, that's... So my coverage of Joe Biden's trip to the monarchies is over because he is done with that. He landed in Switzerland. So it was fun. Um, But that was what was going on in Belgium today. I knew I was going to talk about it a lot. It was just, I, I love it. Okay. So with that, let's go ahead now and move on to the British royal family. Queen Elizabeth today held what I think is her first in-person audience since summer of last year. And I'm not even sure if I would consider that an in-person audience, Um, but it was kind of in-person. Like the first one in over a year and it was wonderful. Um, So today she had an audience with the Prime Minister of Australia who has been in the UK for the past few days. Um, he was an invited guest of the G7 summit. So whoever the host nation is will invite a couple of additional countries to be part of the discussion. And so the UK chose to invite Australia. I don't know if they invited any, if they invited, is that a word? I don't know if an invitation was given to anyone else. Um, but Australia was one. And so he was still in the UK Um, And so met with Queen Elizabeth at Windsor um, and it was great. And there was video and like, that is the sign to me that like this pandemic is kind of coming to a, at least close for now, um, is that Queen Elizabeth is fully holding in-person events like casually now. um, And it doesn't feel like such a crazy thing. Um, So that has been, it's just been a really lovely few days for that. Um, so that was Queen Elizabeth. And then also today, um, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall attended what I think was day one of the Royal Ascot, which is a horse race held in Berkshire, which is near Windsor. Um, and is a Royal family, like calendar staple. Like it happens every year. It did not happen last year because pandemic. Um, And so there were um, Charles and Camilla were there as well as additional members of the British Royal family, um, the Earl and Countess of Wessex, the uh, Princess Anne, like lots of people were there. It was wonderful. Um, It is rumored at this point that Queen Elizabeth will go towards the end of the week, but it is not announced. Um, And so we'll just see kind of who is all going through the week. But um, it was lovely and like again just like all the signs that the pandemic is kind of over 
is really happening. I mean, of course, everyone had on face masks at, through various points. Um, but, like, it's just really cool that we're, like, we seem to have come through and are now living in an adapted new world um, is how I'm choosing to look at it. So that is what was going on today in the UK in terms of public facing events. I know there are a couple of things at least on the court circular. So let's take a quick peek at those. Um, I didn't do any of my prep work, you guys. Whoops. I mean, I did all of my like outline and stuff, but I forgot to um, pull up the court circular ahead of time so I could just click on it. Um, okay, so today on the court circular um, at Windsor Castle, we have the Prime Minister of Australia um, and then Kensington Palace. So the um, Royal Ascot was not is not actually on the court circular. It did happen, but it did not make it to the court circular. Um, which is fine. Um, sometimes n non like official acting engagements like this was more of a personal thing, um, but still obviously highly public. Um, will make it won't make it on the court circular. So today um, at Kensington Palace, the Duke of Cambridge held a meeting with the Honorable Sadiq Khan, who is the Mayor of London. Um, and again, they don't expound on like what that would have been about, but it is fantastic. Um, so that is what was going on on the court circular side of things. So now we are going to move on to Denmark. am loving this day like it is so varied and there are tons of different things like don't get me wrong I love when there's a good like themed day when everybody kind of seems to do the same thing I love that I really do it also makes naming podcast episodes extremely easy this one is going to be a hard one to name um I have an idea but like this is going to be a hard one it's always hard um but it was just a wonderfully varied day. Like there were no engagements that were the exact same from anyone and it was great. Um, so today in Denmark, uh, Crown Prince Frederick visited the training session for the Danish men's national football team, um, who are obviously still in the Euro finals. I'm considering this a Danish royal family event and not a Euro cup game. Like match tournament event because it's not a game um I don't know this one was a hard one but um this is so specific to belt to Denmark um so Thursday they resume play in a game against Belgium uh there's going to be a lot of royals in attendance and I'm very excited um I cannot wait for Thursday's game like I cannot wait also, I have to pick a team to root for. It's really hard when, like, 
the monarchies are playing against each other. Spain was easy for me, but like, this one's gonna be hard. I think I'm leaning towards Belgium, but I don't really know. Um, <laughs> also, yes, I'm very excited for a football soccer game. Um, okay, so today he visited with the men's national team um, where he was really just there to talk with the coach and the players and just encourage them and thank them and also like acknowledge the team's togetherness, I guess is the word I want to use, um, over the past couple of days. So if you didn't listen to the episode that came out on Monday, um, and you live under a football rock, um, there was a pretty intense, stressful medical crisis during the Danish, uh, football game on Saturday. Um, one of the Danish players, um, I think they're saying now it was cardiac, it was a cardiac arrest event, um, on, on the pitch, on the field, and, uh, was administered CPR and it was horrifying, like horrifying. Um, and then once kind of everything was over, the Danes and the Finnish players both came together and they still played the game. Um, and like, um, the person who was hurt was like the star player. So it, it was a shock to Denmark's uh, football culture, for sure. Um, and so this was just a way for Frederick to like acknowledge the struggle of the past few days and like commend them for their behavior and their attitude during the past couple of really stressful days. So that was really nice. Um, and it was announced that so I, I had known that Frederick was going to go um, to the game on Thursday with King Philippe of Belgium. Like, that's been announced for a while. Um, but then it was also shared today that, like, it, it's becoming a whole Danish royal family affair. Um, so Frederick is going, Crown Princess Mary is going, Prince Christian is going, and then um, Frederick's nephews, uh, Nikolai and Felix, are also going. Um, plus King Philippe. So there's going to be a lot of people at this game and I'm very excited about it. Not just for that, but kind of. Um, so that was also announced, um, alongside the engagement today with the national team. Um, so that was his first thing. And then in the evening, I think this happened. I haven't seen any like reporting or anything about it, but it was on the calendar. Um, so today Crown Prince Frederick hosted a meeting and a dinner um, with a dinner afterwards for the organization Denmark Bridge, which Frederick is patron of. And this is an organization that seeks to create a bridge between, um, Silicon Valley tech companies and Danish companies, um, to, and not just Silicon Valley, but other like tech hotspots in the world to kind of create, um, a space for innovation in Denmark as well. Um, so it's a really cool organization. I'm, I'm sure they'll share more about it tomorrow. Um, but because it was an evening event, I just don't expect to see much from it today. Um, so that's what was going on in Denmark. Again, just wonderful. I love this day so much. 
Um, and so now let's go ahead and move on to the Dutch royal family. event today in the Netherlands making it I think the country with the lowest event count of the day um, there was a lot happening today guys I love it um, but today Queen Maxima visited a company called the Lou metal creations um, which is a metal works company clearly um, but the focus of the visit was on innovation and sustainability within the organization and the um, in the industry altogether, as well as, of course, the effects of what a pandemic does to the industry. So this was in her work um, as a member of the Dutch Entrepreneurship Committee, I think, um, I think is what it's called. I didn't write it down, but um, so she's been going to different various places to learn about like their next steps, as well as how the pandemic has affected their company specifically um, and so she was able to have like a sit-down meeting with um, organization leaders or company leaders as well as um, tour the I don't really want to call it a factory but like tour the workspace um, and see different parts of the job um, that everyone does so it was a really cool event um, it certainly seems to be like Again, just like this return to normal. She rocked this amazing like dress pants shirt combo. Her mask looked really cool. Like lots of things to say about her fashion. And for those who don't know, I am not, one, I'm not a fashion person in general. And I'm very, um, my style is very classic. Um, I like very classic looks and Maxima does not do that very often. Um, and that's okay, like, she's totally allowed to. I just don't like her style very much. Um, I never am drawn to, like, the outfits she wears or anything like that. But today, I really liked this look. It looked really, really good. Um, so that was fun for me, because I, I, I try to, like, I'm never negative, or I try not to be negative about, especially clothing, because clothing is such, like, a personal choice for people. Um, but, like... It's not very often that I'm like, oh, I like this look for Maxima. And I did today, which was great. Um, but yeah, so anyway, that happened, which was great. And then also today it was announced that our next state visit, because we're in the middle of one right now, but the next one, it seems like, will be the Dutch royal family. They are going on a state visit to Germany. So this state visit was supposed to happen last year. It did not, clearly. Um, I think it was postponed once. So I think it was supposed to happen in summer. It was postponed to November and then it was postponed indefinitely. So it has now been scheduled for July 5th through the 7th. So it's still a ways away, um, but they have the schedule all arranged and everything, which I truly appreciate. Um, 
So we're like I like I said, we're in the middle of a state visit right now for the Spanish royal family. They are receiving uh, the South Korean president and stuff, and we'll talk about that more um, in their segment, obviously. But we found out about this thing a week ago, and like the schedule was not released until Monday. It's Tuesday, y'all. Like the full schedule. In fact, they added at some point either early this morning in Spain or late yesterday in Spain, they added an event to the state visit. Like, it was not intended that Queen Letizia would do anything beyond the events today, at least according to the schedule that was shared, but she is tomorrow, and that's fine. Um, but it's, like, very thrown together, it feels like. And in the Netherlands, it's, like, all planned out, and the thing is a month away. Like, I love it. I love it, because I'm a planner, so I like to know what's happening when, also, it makes it very easy to follow along with because I know what's supposed to be happening. Um, so that is very exciting for me. Um, so that is the next, at least announced, state visit, which is very exciting. And also, I'm going to say it now, I'm really hoping for a tiara, please. I don't care if you have to wear a face mask with it anymore. Please just wear it. Um, and so with that, that'll make more sense in just a minute. Um, but with that, let's go ahead now and move on to Norway. what is probably, in all honesty, one of my most anticipated events of the week. Um, again, I realize it's Tuesday. There are a lot of events that I'm very excited for this week, and only most of them are football-related. Um, but today, King Harald and Queen Sonia visited the, uh, the, I think it's a county, the county of Flam today. Um, as part of what is going to be like a, ha a basically a week long trip to Western Norway. So they are taking the Royal yacht, um, and traveling along the coastline to these different municipalities. So they have today in Flom, tomorrow, I think they're, I don't remember. We'll talk, we'll talk about it tomorrow, but it's a tour, um, to connect with the municipalities throughout Norway, and I don't know that they'll do all of them, um, but they will definitely do these three, and I think that there are plans for more over the summer, um, and so that is very cool, um, and I was just excited about it in general, and then it was really cool, some of the events they did, so they took part in a meeting um, about tourism for the municipality today, so this is an area... Um, of Norway that receives a lot of tourism like there it's on a fjord um which is beautiful and um it has a lot of cruise stops obviously not right now um because I don't know if cruise ships are running too much right now um but the um it's beautiful. So anyway, it's it's just a touristy spot. Um, 
And so they held a meeting about tourism and, and the effects on the tourism industry of the pandemic, which I imagine for a community that is very sparsely populated but receives millions of visitors each year has to be drastic, like very hard. Um, so that was their first event. And then they also visited a brewery in the area um, that was opened in 2007. It's also like a restaurant and a, there's a hotel attached to it. There's a lot happening at this place. Um, but what I found really interesting is for me, at least, is this brewery owner, one of the owners, is an American. Um, I don't know if he's actually still an American or if he has Nor Norwegian citizenship, but he is from the U.S. Um, so he grew up in New York. He studied at university in Ohio, which is where I, I think I've mentioned this. I've mentioned the state I live in. I live in Ohio. Um, and so he studied at a university in Ohio, which is really cool. Um, spent some time in California. And then in 2007, this opportunity to purchase this place came along. Um, and he and his wife, who is Norwegian, took it and they bought the place and added a brewery onto it. And it's so cool. Um, like I was reading a couple of, because I was trying to figure out if he was born in Norway and just lived in the U.S. most of his life, but no, he was born in the U.S. and has made Norway his home, um, which is awesome. And um, it's just a very cool thing. Like, he grew it. It's now a huge tourist destination. Like, it's awesome. Um, so that was a really cool thing. And also, it was just lovely to see King Harald and Queen Sonia out and about. So I know we saw them um, like this year at May 17th celebrations, like Constitution Day celebrations. And that was great. Don't get me wrong. It was lovely. But since I started this podcast, they have not really had any events. So it's kind of, I mean, there have been some, they did a state visit <laughs> after his illness before the pandemic, but it was like days before the pandemic o was over. So that was really cool. Um, but they like, that's the only event that they have done outside of the palace that I have seen aside from national day, both years was this. And so it was just very exciting. Like I am beyond excited that they were out and about today. Um, so that was a big deal. Um, but then also today, Crown Prince Akhun and Crown Princess Metamarit uh, were also at the sea um, where they launched the official summer boating season with the Rescue Society. Um, so they were able to meet with rescue crews about their increase in calls uh, over the summer as it's, you know, sailing and boating and also in a pandemic. Um, you're not having people flock to like hotels as much. So they're choosing like boats. Um, and so there was last year a huge, like a record setting number of calls and saves that they had to go on. Um, and this year is expected to be again, a very high number just because 
we aren't completely out of the pandemic world, and also people probably really enjoyed set holiday boating in Norway. So we're probably going to repeat it because it sounds delightful. Um, so the primary reason, of course, was to launch this and talk with the rescue crews. But at some point, Crown Prince Akun tried out his hand at CPR, which is, you know, fantastic um, and really important. And um, if you don't even like please know the basics of CPR. I'm not saying get CPR certified, although by all means, please also do that. Um, but like learn the basics. I'm not sure I would, like, I don't want to, but I, I know that I could in a pinch at least step in and do CPR a little bit. Um, maybe not the best, but like certainly better than not knowing. Um, so just a reminder of an important thing to do. Um, so with that Norwegian wonderfulness also still really want to go to Norway. These fjords that King Harald and Queen Sonia are like yachting through are just making me want to go even more. Um, okay. So anyway, with that, let's go ahead now and move on to the Spanish Royal family. It was day one of the state visit from the South Korean president and the first lady of South Korea or the Republic of Korea, um, which I'm thinking is the actual name. I have always called it South Korea, but I think it is called the Republic of Korea. Um, but they are visiting Spain for a two-day state visit um, and at the invitation of the Spanish government. And so today, King Felipe and Queen Letizia were playing host. Um, they aren't playing. They are hosts. Um, so they posted the official welcome at the Royal Palace in Madrid, um, where the president and first lady arrived and were given a military welcome, um, by the, I think it's the Royal Guard. I think, yeah, it is. It's the Royal Guard. Um, and so it was arrival, um, both national anthems were played. The president and King Felipe reviewed the, the Royal Guard, um, which I don't quite know how large this plaza is. So there's a plaza between the Royal Palace and the Cathedral of Almudena, which is like the main, like one of the biggest cathedrals in Madrid, um, but it's right across from the Royal Palace. And so there's a plaza in between, and I don't know how long it actually is. It looks huge in the picture, but basically they walk the whole thing twice. Um, so I really hope that any official who goes is in very good health because it's a lot of walking. Um, and then they return to the, like, the, the viewing dais and meet with each party's delegation. Um, the Spanish delegation for this, by the way, is huge, and I have no idea why. Like, it is very rare that the president of the government of Spain, who's kind of like the prime minister, um, 
will go to these things. And he was there. Um, and then it, it was like every single senior representative was there. It was great, but shocking. Um, anyway, so that happened. And then they um, had like a, a, a military parade where the Royal Guard parades out of the plaza. Um, I think it's called the Plaza de, del Principe, but it may not be. That might be on the other side. Um, I never looked this up today. I meant to, but I never did. And then they went inside. They had a meeting. Um, it wasn't quite a bilateral, um, but really rather just a meeting between the two heads of state, so King Felipe and President uh, Moon Jae-in um, and their spouses. I think there was maybe a bilat after that, but I'm not entirely sure. I saw pictures once and then I never saw them again. So I'm still not entirely sure what I saw was real. No, I am. I just don't remember where I saw it. So that was first. And then a couple of hours later, um, King Felipe and Queen Letizia hosted a gala dinner to mark the state visit. Um, Remember how yesterday I was so excited about Tiara? I didn't, like, it was weird to me to have Tiara in face mask. Well, my dreams were crushed this morning when I woke up and I read an article that was like, oh yeah, by the way, no Tiaras. So, um, it was fine. <laughs> I am still sad <laughs> that there wasn't, it wasn't even like full gala wear without tiaras like that's kind of what I was like okay well maybe it'll just be this but no it was like a cocktail dinner which is fine I'm still very glad it happened don't get me wrong but like my dream of of seeing a tiara was crushed it was just crushed because it it's part of the fun right like that's part of the fun of this podcast or the intentional fun of the podcast was to see these ceremonial things and um you know this is so crazy now because it's been over a year but like the whole thing was going to culminate in a state visit like a Spanish state visit to the U.S. and I was so excited and it was canceled which is fine I'm totally okay with it but like there was I doubt she would have worn a tiara here, but still, like, gala dress, at least. And it's been the last gala dress that there was was maybe Queen Maxima in Indonesia right before the pandemic? Maybe. You guys, where's the fun? Like, there... There hasn't been a lot of fun in the last year. I know this for anyone, but, like, I was really looking forward to some gala wear, and there just wasn't. There just there just wasn't. So, anyways, that is sad, um, but we survived. It was wonderful. Both King Felipe and the president of Korea gave speeches focusing on the strength of the relationship between the two countries. Um... The Korean president was very cute and ended his speech with muchas gracias, which of course means thank you very much. And um, it was great. Also, I was not going to talk about this because why? Um, but 
in the last state dinner, Queen Letizia did not take off her face mask to put the champagne flute to her mouth because she doesn't drink, um, at least in public. I really don't know what she does in her personal life. That's fine. Um, but she doesn't drink in public. And so she'll always raise the champagne flute to her to her lips, but she never actually drinks. Um, so she just didn't even bother in the last day visit to Andorra because, like, with the face mask, like, I'm not going to drink it anyway. Um, but she took off her face mask, which, you guys, I kid you not, this is the first time her face has been seen in a year. <laughs> like, it's been a year, and that woman has always just had a face mask on because she leaves them on for her speeches because her speeches are so short. Like, she has not been without her face mask in public for over a year. <laughs> so I, it was very, that was very exciting. That almost replaced the need for a tiara. Like, not really, but I'm finding the joy in the simple things. So that is what was going on in Spain today. Um, there were a couple of things in Sweden, but no details were shared. Um, so we'll just go through those quickly. Um, so today, King Carl Gustav held a meeting with the governor of a county in Sweden called uh, Norrbotten, um, and Queen Sylvia was present for the digital awarding of the Stockholm Prize in Criminology. No idea. Maybe they'll share tomorrow, but no idea. So that is what was going on today. Um, it was a very thrilling, exciting day. Um, it was great. I loved every minute of it. Um, and so with that, I will be back tomorrow for hopefully another really busy day. Um, and then it's football for the next few days after that. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Please check out thedailyroyal.com, the Daily Royal on Instagram, Daily Royal podcast on YouTube. Still really have to see about that name change. Um, and with that, I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.